Hey, I'm the hallucination that took your toilet paper. I'm Michelle. And I'm Lucky. Welcome back to Wired World. So yeah. <laughs> uh, today's topic, uh, schizophrenia. So, okay, so today's the last episode of the first season. So the first season, as as I said in, last ep- in the last episode, is like, you know, we're still, still like getting used to it, talking about different things. I feel like the first season is like mostly just talking about anything, honestly, mm-hmm. and just trying yeah. to explain it. So, Leslie, what are we, what are we gonna do in the second season? Um, we're gonna talk about um, murder mysteries and um, like real life crime mm-hmm. like stories. Yeah. Yeah, basically like true crime. Yeah. Stories. So this, um, yeah. So just this is the last episode of the first season. Uh, so this is the fifteenth episode. Really exciting. So yeah. So what is what really is schizophrenia? So Leslie, what do you know about this topic overall? Um, I knew that it was like when somebody had like a split mind, not to confuse it with um, DID, but mm-hmm. they had a split mind. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know much about it. Yeah, me neither. I just I just knew that um, like in like scary stories, I would like read that like oh they would like draw things in the room and mm-hmm. like talk to nobody and i was like yeah. that's kind of scary mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't really know much about it um either but actually recently um there's like a lot of people online like tiktok youtube that have like come up and like talked about their experiences and like really educated people because you know sometimes like uh, followers will like ask questions and stuff and they would like answer it and it's very interesting because you learn a lot, a lot of things. Yeah. So let's jump into it. So what really is schizophrenia? So schizophrenia is a chronic brain disorder that affects less than 1% of the U.S. population. So when schizophrenia is active, symptoms can include delusions, hallucinations, disorganized speech, trouble with thinking, and lack of motivation. However, with treatments, most, most symptoms of schizophrenia will improve and the likelihood of reoccurrence will dim- will diminish. So there is really no cure for schizophrenia, but research is leading leading to safer treatments. So the complexity of schizophrenia can explain why there's a lot of misconceptions about the disease. So schizophrenia does not mean split personality like you said mm-hmm. or multiple personalities. Most people with schizophrenia are not like really dangerous or violent with people in general. Um, while limited mental health resources in the community can lead these people to be homeless and hospitalized, it's a misconception that people with schizophrenia are going to end end up homeless or living in hospitals. Because most people with schizophrenia can live with family, in group homes, or sometimes on their own. Research has shown that schizophrenia affects men and women like basically like equally mm-hmm. but it's for men it's a little earlier mm-hmm. um and rates are very similar around the world so people with schizophrenia are more likely to die younger than the general population but this is mostly because of like high rates of like other medical conditions mm-hmm. um like heart disease and diabetes so let's get into the symptoms so i already touched on it a little bit so when the disease is active it's like characterized by episodes when the person can't distinguish 
real and unreal things. Kind of like in a dream, you know? Mm -hmm. um, like any in illnesses, the severity, duration, and frequency of symptoms can differ. Uh, so not taking medications as prescribed, the use of alcohol or any drugs, stressful situations, and other things can increase symptoms. So the symptoms fall in three major categories. So number one is positive symptoms. These are abnormally present. So these can be like hallucinations, like hearing voices, seeing things that don't exist, paranoia, paranoia exaggerated or distorted perceptions, beliefs, and behaviors. So that's number one. Number two is negative symptoms. These are also abnormally present, I mean absent. A loss or a decrease in the ability to initiate plans, speak, express emotion, or find pleasure. Disorganized symptoms. Uh, number three, confused and disordered thinking and speech, trouble with logical thinking, and sometimes bizarre or abnormal movements. So I feel like that's like what we usually see when it's like presented in movies. You know, they're just like doing like random things. So, um, yeah, they have like they might have trouble paying attention, concentrating with their memory. So symptoms of schizophrenia usually first appear in adulthood and in like persist for at least six months around. And but it's needed like a diagnosis is needed. Um, men often experience initial symptoms in their late teens or early 20s, while women tend to first their show, show their first signs of illness in their 20s and early 30s. Mm. So, but like subtle signs can appear a little bit earlier. It can like include like troubles in relationship, uh, relationships, poor school performances, and reduced motivation. Uh, but before a diagnosis can be made, a psychiatrist uh, needs to conduct a thorough medical examination to rule out any other like misunderstanding or medical illnesses that might kind of look like schizophrenia. Mm. So yeah. Okay, interesting. So the causes. Mm -hmm. So like you said, it's not really known yet exactly what causes yeah, schizophrenia. Yeah, it's very complicated. Yeah, but um. Researchers believe that a combination of genetics, brain chemistry, and just like overall their everyday living contributes to the development of the disorder. So researchers indicate that schizophrenia is a brain disease, and although the precise cause of schizophrenia is unknown, certain factors seem to increase the risk of developing or triggering schizophrenia, which are having a family history of schizophrenia, so if your family has like a history of that then mm -hmm. you probably might have it too. I feel like that's with most things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Some pregnancy and birth complications such as malnutrition or exposure to toxins or viruses that may impact brain development. Um, taking mind altering drugs during mm -hmm. teen years and young adulthood. Mm -hmm. So the treatment. Um, schizophrenia requires a lifelong treatment um, even if the symptoms lessen. Uh, treatment with medications and psychosocial therapy can manage the condition. In some cases, hospitalization may be needed. Um, mm -hmm. psychos psychosocial treatments include different types of psychotherapy and training that aim to provide support, education, and guidance to people with mental health conditions and their families. 
So there are five different um, psychosocial therapy methods. Um, there's a lot to say about each one of them, but I'm just going to like say yeah. like a sentence or two about yeah. each. So psychotherapy um, is often called talk therapy, and it's when a person, family, couple, or group sits down and talks with a therapist or other mental health provider about their moods, thoughts, behaviors, and learn how to, they influence their Yeah, life. just like talk it out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Psychoeducation teaches people about their condition and treatment options. It also includes education for family and friends on topics like coping strategies, oh, problem nice. solving skills and how to recognize the signs of relapse mm-hmm. the other one is self-help and support groups so like the name says it it's a, yeah. basically like a support group mm-hmm. where they share um frustrations su- successes referrals for specialists and just like where to find the best community resources and tips on what works best when trying to recover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um psychosocial rehabilitation rehabilitation helps people develop the social emotional and intellectual skills they need in order to live happily with the smallest amount of professional assistance they can manage assertive community treatment is a team-based treatment model that provides multidisciplinary flexible treatment and support to people with mental health conditions 24 7 so the act team uh, members help the person address every aspect of their life including medication therapy social support employment or housing Um, another treatment that um, they do is antipsychotic medications which are like the most commonly prescribed drugs Mm -hmm. and they're thought to control symptoms by affecting the brain neurotransmitter dopamine um, during times of severe symptoms, hospitalization may be necessary, like I said, mm-hmm. to ensure the safety of the person and others around them, um, proper nutrition, adequate sleep, and basic hygiene. And when the patient refuses to take uh, the medications, the doctor injects them. Mm-hmm. So they still get the medication they need. Mm-hmm. So really, there's a lot that can be done, thankfully, um, to help people with schizophrenia yeah um i don't know if um you want to say something before i say like how to help like if you know somebody yeah you can say it you can say it, yeah okay so some things you can do to help your loved one um if you know um somebody with schizophrenia you can help them get treatment and encourage them to stay in treatment yeah that's very important because that's mm-hmm. with anything because um people with depression they like will stop taking it if they feel like better i guess but it's very important to be like consistent Mm -hmm. yeah um remember that their beliefs or hallucinations seems very real to them so Mm -hmm. like don't call them crazy or anything like what (laughs) yeah like just like go along with it i guess like just support them Mm -hmm. um tell them that you acknowledge that everyone has the right to see things their way so like yeah validate them their feelings yeah, yeah, be respectful, supportive, and kind mm-hmm. um, without obviously tolerating any dangerous or inappropriate behavior. Um, and help them with their treatment and, you know, just support them overall. Yeah. Yeah, try to be understanding, I guess, because with anybody that's going through a hard time and, you know, they need somebody to be like, okay, I understand it, and, like, mm-hmm. it's rough. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's very important. Yeah. Um, 
So I found an article on a little bit of schizophrenia, and I think we kind of uh, talked about this a little bit in the episode of DID, how like people, because they don't understand it, they're kind of like scared and mm-hmm. um, it's not portrayed correctly in like overall like media. So um, this article is from Independent uh, UK. I don't know, it's like a news article. Okay. <laughs> um, so, schizophrenia. Um, it starts with, It's time to end the fear and stigma of complex mental health problems such as schizophrenia. So as a society, this is a uh, quote, okay? As a society, we need to understand what it's like living with more complex conditions such as psychosis and borderline personality disorder. To find out how big the variance in stigma is, we conducted a public survey, the results of which are significant. It found that despite increased understanding of common mental health problems, complex conditions are still hugely misunderstood. For example, three in five people still believe that schizophrenia means having a split personality, while one in ten confused schizophrenia Uh, with someone who has psychopathic traits. The misunderstanding of schizophrenia has undoubtedly led to fear and stigma. One in four people admitted that they would be nervous if someone they knew was diagnosed with schizophrenia, compared to just one in 20 when asked the same question about depression. Imagine the impact that has on the person living with the illness, particularly if they're living in the community. One patient who was recently in our care couldn't have described it better. She explained that schizophrenia is not a choice, just like someone wouldn't choose to have cancer. She said that people's judgments often come through a lack of knowledge and understanding rather than anything malicious. It's unsurprising that we as a society have such views. With the lack of voices emerging about complex mental health conditions, we often rely on Hollywood films to fill the void. But depiction in films can often be unhelpful and tend to perpetrate the notion that mental deterioration leads to violence, which is quite simply misleading, especially when you consider someone living with schizophrenia is more likely to be a victim of violence than to be the perpetrator of it. People living with schizophrenia or borderline personality disorder can often feel ashamed and isolated. Add that to the clinic to the impact of their clinical symptoms and life can be quite despairing. It's time we saw the person first and the illness for what it is. Yes, complex conditions can be distressing, but the right care and support many people, but with the right care and support, many people can go and live a happy life. And yeah, and let's open up to conversations and stop being afraid of talking about complex mental health problems. So this article is written by Katie Fisher, who is a CEO at Mental Health Charity, St. Andrews Healthcare. So I really liked it how she like explained it really, really nicely, you know, like honestly, people's, um, people like say and think things, but because they don't really know what it is like to live with it or what it really is. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very important for us to like, even if we don't understand anything, like, try to see, like, the person and then the illness. You know, like, you're a person with depression. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, you know, your illness shouldn't define you. 
Yeah. So I think it's very important to, you know, be understanding of everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I have. Um, so I found how um, schizophrenia was dealt with in the past. Oh, girl. <laughs> so uh, fever therapy became a common form of treatment for schizophrenia. For what? Uh, fever th- therapy. So they mm-hmm. would um, induce fevers in oh. patients. Um, sometimes by means of injections of sulfur or oil. Um, yeah. Um, other popular treatments include sleep therapy, gas therapy, um, electroshock therapy, and prefrontal leucotomy, um, which involves severing the part of the brain that processes emotions. Okay, wait, why does it always have to go to that? Like, honestly, there's always, like, a piece of your brain getting cut out. So sad. Um, sadly, many such treatments aimed more at controlling disturbed behavior than at curing the illness or yeah. alleviating suffering. So they did this until the what did I say it was? Um, antipsychotic medication was um, popular. Used. Yeah, used. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. man, that's imagine you're just going through it and they're like, hold up, hold up, wait. Let's inject oil. No. <laughs> Goodness. This will definitely help you. Yeah. <laughs> you need to free the demons in your head. <laughs> you have ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah. Like I said, it's very important to, you know, educate yourself. And honestly, it's not that hard. I mean, you literally just Google what is whatever, whatever. Gives yeah. you symptoms, causes, and how to, like, be helpful. Mm-hmm. with people that are suffering and yeah very important you know don't judge people yeah so yeah that's it all that's that's all i have me right too now. yeah so yeah that was what really is schizophrenia very interesting topic so like i said in the beginning this is the last episode of the first season so next episode would be uh starting season two Focus mostly on like true crimes, um, mysteries, stuff like that. So next episode is your turn, Leslie, to pick the topic. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so we're really excited to to see how it goes. Yeah, if you've been here from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah, it's not easy just talking to a microphone and putting it out there. So thank mm-hmm. you for listening. Thank you guys. So. Yeah. Yeah, so if you have any questions, want to um, suggest a topic in the future, uh, you can email us at um, wiredworldpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us a DM through our Instagram at wiredworld underscore. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening, guys. Bye. <laughs>